0: Welcome back to The Short Game. This is a show where we talk about short video games, the kind of things you can pick up and complete in an evening or a weekend, games that respect your time. I'm your host, Reagan Kelly, and I'm joined this week by my co hosts, Laura Nash. How are you doing, Laura?
1: I'm doing great, although I believe I might be in pieces from a few exploded bombs.
0: Yep, I think we all are. And Nate, how are you doing, Nate? Dead. I'm dead. <laughs> and Shane, how are you, Shane? I cannot be exploded. I am invulnerable. (laughs) Awesome. And uh, this week we're talking about a really, really short game. Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Short game, relatively long title. Laura, you were the one that recommended this game after playing it at Bitbash. So maybe you could go ahead and describe it briefly for our listeners.
1: Sure. Well, the version I played at Bitbash was one of the... It was the first level. Um which none of my co-hosts played because we made them play the harder ones.
2: Which is why we're all dead.
1: Which is why we're all dead. Um, and I played it on um, the Oculus. It's a game where one person has visuals and everyone else just has to talk.
0: To me, it's kind of like very important technical support, the video game.
1: <laughs> it is. It's kind. It rewards brevity, but it also rewards accuracy because you have to give enough information that um, the person can solve the problem and homophones will be a problem.
2: Yeah, can we just like dive in and give some examples? Cause I feel like I feel like this is something that we can talk about in the abstract, but until we actually we need to lay the ground floor for the listener to understand what it is that we're talking about.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I'll I'll start that off. It's a game for two or more players. Uh one player is presented with a bomb and with a series of controls and wires and all sorts of Complex controls all over it. And the other player or players are presented with a PDF manual for bomb disposal. And you have to talk the other player through it.
1: Just keep talking. What is this first one?
0: The first one is a wire module. It's got the six wires across. Six? Yes, yeah, six Any wires. yellow there, wires? There's one yellow wire.
1: Okay, more than one white wire?
0: Two white wires, yeah. Are there no red wires? There are no red wires. There's three blue wires, two white wires. Cut the last wire. The last wire, the bottom one? All right. Oh, it turned red. Something's wrong. Repeat. Two white wires. Okay. Three blue wires and a yellow wire.
1: There's exactly one yellow wire? Yes, just one. How many wires were there to begin with? And is there more than one white?
0: There there were two white wires. Cut the
1: fourth wire. Sorry, the that was my mistake. fourth
0: wire, okay. Green, all right and i think this is a game that scales really well because however many every person you add to the to the bomb disposal team adds both kind of speed to identifying the strategy but also complexity in terms of everyone talking over each other and destroying any hope that you have of survival
2: yeah so the bomb is broken into modules and as the as you scale in difficulty uh They'll either add more modules or uh, decrease the amount of time that you have to solve these modules. Uh, and each module, in and of itself, is a puzzle. Um, and they scale from like little word games to um, like rudimentary math uh, to um, things like Simon says. Yeah, or, de- or accurately describing. Uh, Silly little symbols.
0: So the next module has four buttons on it, and the buttons have symbols on them. Okay, do they look like Cyrillic-type symbols? Yeah, sort of. Like a, like a keypad? Okay. Yeah, there's, and I'm going to describe the four symbols for you. The first one looks kind of like a very sassy number six. Like the top of the six is kind of like <laughs> a it. little lazier. Yeah,
2: yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's, there's an H with like a slanty crossbar, and it's got a little U above it to kind of Set it off as a fancier H. Okay, so last row. Got it. The last row is there's an ash, like an AE combined. Okay. And uh, and then there's like a thing that kind of looks like the Euro symbol, but with a loom
2: loud over it. Okay, I think we got it. So. Wait. We got. Yes, we got okay. Two I minutes see, and 50 I see the column here. Guys. We need. So all right. Press the sassy six. Sassy six. All right. Good. Press the backwards zero with the umlaut. Done. All right. Green and green. Press the a e, and then the fourth one, the h. And then press the fancy h with the u. Over. Green. We're
0: good. Okay, that Again. module's
2: good. Boom. When we played just now,
0: I was the one with the screen, so only I was running the game on my laptop here. Everybody else was just looking at. Bombmanual.com, which I mean <laughs> you're all probably on an NSA list Pretty now. Strange. All I was able to do was see this bomb and rotate it and, and click on buttons on it. And I really had no idea what any of them did or what to expect with any of them.
1: As we yelled conflicting instructions in your ear. Which I'm sure was great. Well
0: actually it was really fun. Like I think I think Shane really hit it on the head in that the more people you have doing this kind of the more chaotic it gets, even though more hands can make quicker work of the of the bomb. Too many cooks detonate the broth. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some of the modules that we saw, um, like the one Nate mentioned, for example, one of the very simplest modules, would just give you four buttons, and I had to tell you guys what was on the buttons. Uh, And then you had to tell me what order to hit the buttons in. But the problem is that none of these are familiar symbols. And so we have to kind of explain what the symbols are and hope that we're talking about the same
2: thing.
1: Yeah. My favorite symbol um, is one that didn't show up when you guys did it. But when Justin and I played at the um, event, we called it Cthulhu. (laughs) Because it's this weird three legged thing, yeah. And
2: one thing that I thought was really cool about it as uh, as we how many bombs did we go at? Probably seven or so, uh, total, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: each bomb is three to five minutes. I think
2: we succeeded at like three or four. We actually did, I thought we did pretty well for at least Shane and I having never played Reagan. Like, it was the first time I had really even seen it other than a photo of it. Um, what, what I did a, like too is that, like. The Kind of like metagame evolves where uh, we each kind of I don't know if master is anywhere near the right word but um take hold of or own a certain type of module so for instance like that little uh describe you one or let's there's a different one there's like a word one where we had to decipher oh uh, god the word the that who's more, on
0: first the who's on first, the one. Who's on first the
2: worst one that I uh, I would say that Laura was like the first one. She's like, I know what's going on. And Shane and I just kind of shut up until we caught up with her and kind of were able to support. And there was like a Simon Says one.
0: So now there's another module that I haven't seen before. And this one looks like a Simon Says. Great. Okay, I got this one. All right. Go Shane. Ah, That's the next
2: page on the manual. Convenient.
0: And this one, there's a green button that's blinking slowly. And there's also red, yellow, and Yeah, one of the four buttons, the green button is flashing. It's, is it? Kind of clockwise from the top, is it blue, yellow, green, red? Yes, that's it. All right, so which one's flashing? Guys, we just got two minutes left and there's two more manuals. There's uh, two more modules. There's a green one's flashing slowly. Uh, Green one is flashing. Okay, so- we have one strike? Press yellow, blue, yellow.
1: Wait, do we have, is serial number contain a vowel?
0: Oh God, it blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Shane,
1: you killed us. So yeah, Uh. shade above that was if the serial number contains a vowel. If not, we went to the second table.
0: Mm. <laughs> there are t- There's a, two tables for this thing? It
2: says, cause of explosion, Simon says. All right. And, and so we it would be like, okay, Simon says, who knows how to do that? Okay, you take it. And with that, it actually, instead of all of us screaming at each other, uh, we actually got very efficient, which I was pretty proud of, like – who knows this module? I do. You do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it became, yeah, it's a communication game. Um, it's a great party game. Only one person actually needs to own the game. Although I think you're probably, if you play expert enough, you're probably going to want to look at a bomb every once in a while. You know, switching roles is a completely different experience. But every time it's a different bomb, procedurally generated. Um, and I think we got a lot better as we went along, but we also got a little um, cockier. I think there was a case where I said, OK, as in I'm ready. And, and there was a button that was labeled OK. There was a button okay. that said OK. And <laughs> I <was> like,
0: OK, <laughs> okay <laughs> click, boom. Boom. Yeah. You're
1: going to do that all the time.
0: Yeah, that particular module is really designed to mess with you, because all of the buttons have these, uh, these very easy to mistake names. The buttons will have names like your or your with an apostrophe or not with an apostrophe, or there'll be a button called right and a button called left, and they might not be on the right or the left, and there'll be a button called uh uh-huh, literally U-H space space H-U-H, which, you know, I didn't realize how often I say the phrase uh (laughs) uh-huh until I had to realize that that wasn't, that that was going to mislead people about the button to hit. So, yeah, really, really clever design there, designed specifically
1: to screw you up. All of them are designed to specifically screw up. It, I think the best part of it to me is that um, like every time you screw up, It feels like your fault and not the game's fault. (laughs) And I think there are very few games where you never blame the game for your mistakes.
0: And I also think that this really stands alone as a party game. Like, there are party games, I mean, things like Mario Party, that are built as games for people to, to kind of just play a fun game with friends. But usually those are things in that sort of Mario Party vein where it's an easy game with a competitive angle and some luck to it this is a game that's a party game more like your apples to apples is a party game like this is a game designed to cause communication and and cause sort of fun scenes to emerge while you and a few friends are hanging out you know drinking your wine or whatever it is this is a game this game doesn't happen on the computer although one person certainly is using a computer this is a game that happens in the space that you're having your party in. And, you know, for us, that was here on Skype, which, you know, this is our party. Once a week, we record this show, but this might be a game that you would play with one person getting out a laptop to play it. And
2: everybody else has their glass of wine and cheese and a copy of the bomb manual. Like, man, I want to go to your parties. These sound way (laughs) better than my parties. It's like, Grab your PBR and sit at my <laughs> cardstock table.
1: Wine, uh, cheese, yeah. and binders—like man, Reagan has the hosting down.
0: Yeah, and I also think that, like, like a good party game, like this is super flexible about how you decide to approach it. You could have a bunch of people sharing one bomb manual all crowded over one another. You could have everybody very planned out with a printed out bomb manual on their own you know, binder. Everybody could just pull up the website for the bomb manual on their phone. The only thing that you need is a laptop with this game on it. Or I suppose an Oculus Rift if you happen to be one of the ten people in the world that own one of those.
1: I think one of my favorite things about this game is I have um, played a ton of party games. I mean Bang comes to mind. It's one of the Bang is um, awesome. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. The Bang
1: is awesome until you get eliminated, and then your party is go get chips because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing else to do. Yeah. This game, I think, I mean, I watched a ton of people playing it at um, Bitbush, and I really laughed a lot, especially when, like, couples were super lovey-dovey in the line and feeling really secure in their relationship. And then they would play this, and they would get into a little fight in front of... 30 people oh i'm terrified
2: (laughs) to play this with my wife there was no vowel in the serial number
1: i'm sorry (laughs) i didn't know it he was a vowel
2: (laughs) sometimes why
0: you know i actually made that mistake there was an i in the serial number and i i think i thought it was a one but maybe my brain just didn't register Uh. that i as a vowel like it was this game brings out those little mistakes and that's part of the gameplay like making mistakes
1: My favorite part was when the lights went out. You just freaked out.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so funny. That hadn't happened until the last bomb we did. And suddenly, three quarters of the way through, you're playing in a room. Like, you know, it, it has a moderately detailed simulation of a room with a bomb on a desk. And the lights in the bomb room went out, and all I could see was the blinking timer. I knew the game hadn't frozen up. The timer was still working. But the, the lights went out, and I couldn't see any of the buttons for a good, like, 15 seconds. And I was like, is this just how I have to do it now? I can't see any buttons. Finally, they came back on. I think the game is probably—we haven't played all of the bombs. I have a feeling it's going to be playing more tricks on you as you go the farther you
2: go. You know another game, uh, and I, I want to keep talking about this game for sure. But the only other game that I feel was a somewhat similar experience, and I know that we've talked about this game before. But um, Space Team, Space, Space Team, yeah. there was definitely vibes of Space Team, though. So, oh yeah, um, though different. You know, with this. We're all working towards one common goal. What's nice about Space Team, it is one common goal, but you kind of have your own individual things you're trying to. Deal yeah, with divides
0: everybody it. up. Yeah. yeah, and everybody needs a screen. You know, everybody needs to exactly. have their own little uh, device
1: to play it on. And you have to be in the same spot.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would argue that this game is more accessible than Space Team. Um, though I would also argue that the uh, the actual doing of it is a lot more complicated than Space Team. Hmm. Um, this took many readings and rereadings of the (laughs) manual to even begin to comprehend what the solution was. Whereas Space Team, it's like, grind the mega nipple! Who has the (laughs) mega nipple? Someone needs to be grinding it. And then, like, that's kind of the extent of it. Um, My question to you guys, because I only played as the bomb
0: diffuser, and I had a ton of fun, but, like, I could see the position of expert, which is, you know, bomb manual reader, possibly being... A drag. It seemed like you guys were having fun though. So you found
2: fun. You found the fun in frantically looking through the manual. Like, well, it's very satisfying uh, when you get it. You know, it's like riddles and stuff. Like anyone who is into problem solving and troubleshooting in like the fun way, not like oh, did you turn it off and turn it on again. Like, <laughs> uh, like it's it's super satisfying. Um, I think. Uh, just to give a real, like, hard example for people who are listening and might not fully understand, like, what people that are reading the manual might see, I'm gonna read just a little snippet here of what we're looking at. Okay, so Reagan might say, "I'm looking at a panel of four wires." Okay, and this is what we see. We see a a, a whole wall of text that's broken down into three wires, four four wires, five wires, and six wires. So I find the four wires, and this is what I read. If there's more than one red wire and the last digit of the serial number is odd, cut the last red wire. Otherwise, if the last wire is yellow and there are no red wires, cut the first wire. Otherwise, if there's exactly <laughs> one blue wire, cut the first wire. Otherwise, if there is more than one yellow wire, cut the last wire. Otherwise, cut the second wire. And so and that is actually, frankly, one of the simplest ones.
1: Yeah, the wires is the
2: fastest. Yeah, because with that, we're just going down. Is it this? No. Is it this? No. Is it this? Yes. Cut this wire. But it, as the people who are uh, diffusing the bomb, it's up to us to properly convey that to the person
0: and some of them are some of them take more time than others one of the most interesting ones was, that we came across was one that sort of has you input a password but you have a limited number of letters that you can use and um there must be, I don't see the bomb manual side, there must be a really long list of word possibilities.
1: There are 35 words.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So Laura had the really smart idea for me to just read to her what some of the letters were. And then she went ahead and just spent some time trying to work out what our password was while we went and worked on a different module. And it worked. Yeah, that yeah, worked was perfect. a great benefit when we have multiple people. I don't know how you'd do that with, a, with only, say, one bomb diffuser and one... Bomb manual reader. I think it'd be doable, but I think that particular one would just be a lot slower. But other ones, other ones are made a little trickier. Like with the wire one, that occupies the bomb uh, diffuser completely, going through the twenty questions of trying to figure out which uh, you know which wire to cut. So it's there's not really a way to kind of say here, figure this module out and get back to me. Um, so I think it's it's you know you learn as you go which modules are quick to solve, which ones are not quick to solve, which ones have an easy way to ask about which ones are really complicated, which ones you can kind of ask a couple of questions, figure it out and get back to the bomb and diffuser.
1: There was just a disgraceful showing in the <laughs> trial run that uh, Reagan and I did where we got a maze and I was trying to navigate him through an invisible maze.
0: Yeah, the maze ones are really weird.
1: We only did that once, but it was um, a disaster.
0: Yeah, we we got that a couple of times in this one, but both of them were were places where we exploded before we even tried the
2: maze. I was wondering about that because I kept seeing it in the manual, and I'm like, ah, uh, oh, no. no, I'm just, I'm just, nah. I'll fi- no, I'll figure kill that me out. now. Yeah, I'll figure that <laughs> out when we get there. No problem. And that's what's funny is you know we played for I don't know 45 minutes. We did several bombs, and we there are so many little modules in this thing that we did not get even get close to. Um, And like, they really take like, you stare at it and you're like, okay, numbers, letters. I know these things individually. I can figure this out, but you have to take a step back and read it top to bottom and actually comprehend each individual line. You can't just like read the thing and be like, I got it. You have to, Figure, you have to spend time with it. All the while, you've got the bomb diffuser who's like, hey, guys, guys, two minutes, two minutes, <laughs> two minutes, two minutes, um, and then everybody dies. Yep. It's great.
0: We're all doomed. We've got... We've got modules on the back and front this time, and the first one is one that we haven't seen before. It's got an LCD display with five letters and arrows above and below them, and it says B-L-E-X-E.
1: One second. That's page 16, guys.
0: Laura's back, here to save us. <laughs> <laughs> we need you, Laura. <laughs> yep. B-L-E-X-E. We've got arrows above and below each letter, and there's a submit button. B is in boy, L is in I don't know legume. We get
2: we know it in a legume.
0: Xe <laughs> like executable file or execution.
1: One of the things I find most charming is that the subject line of every page, the header, are things like "On the subject of complicated wires." <laughs> yeah,
2: the the manual is great. It's it's well um, illustrated as far as like a good representation of what the bomb diffuser is seeing. There's a lot of character in it. Um, it is perfectly vague while providing the enough, enough information to solve it. I, I do wonder if there is a um, a skill peak in this game. So, like, let's say the four of us just did this for, like, five hours. I feel like it could get to the point where it's just like, boom, 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 defuse, defuse, defuse.
0: Yeah, and I feel like eventually this game, there is an end to this game. Even though the, the bombs are different every time, um, I, I think eventually, you know, people would get good at all of the different types of modules, and it would become essentially, like, busy work. But that's that's the same for a lot of types of games.
1: True. And I think the way you keep this fresh is if you become an expert communicator, then you get put on bomb diffusion duty, because then you have no knowledge. Right. You might be able to give the right information, like you might be able to say, I'm at Keypad, it's Cthulhu and Omega and Star. And Sassy Six. And Sassy Six. But there's not as much advantage of having an expert. And break position. Yeah, and
0: I think it, it, this would be a really fun game to, like, bring new people into. So I've played this a bunch, but you haven't. Let's play it yeah. together. It'll be a lot of fun for both of us. Oh, yeah, definitely. You want to get you want to get the new people in. Because a lot of games, like, you know, if you got one person who's really experienced and another person who isn't, they're just going to walk all over the person who isn't experienced, and that person is going to have a bad time. And that's not going to be the case here. It's going to well, be fun for everybody regardless.
2: Well, and I imagine, too, that, like, let's say you've been a, a expert for a while, and you become a bomb defuser, it's going to you're going to start jumping to conclusions but come on guys it's this it's this it's this but you're not the one looking at the manual and it's impossible to memorize these individual steps so you'll have to take a step back and be like this is what i see i need you guys to interpret it for me instead of being like no page 16 section 3 <laughs> like yeah you don't know that for sure because it you can't memorize so, the manual. It is so specific. Even if you do me, or, or like memorize the manual, it is so specific to each individual uh, occurrence. Like you're gonna have to take a step back and let the people who are looking at the manuals actually be the ones to guide you through it.
1: Um. So press the first button that I say. Sure. You are your nope your nope next nope uh huh nope you are nope. Hold?
2: Nope. What? Nope. You? Nope. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. (laughs) I have no idea where she's getting this. from. (laughs) Nope.
1: You? Nope. Wait, was the first one? Yes, the word is yes. No, so the buttons
0: are okay, nothing, (laughs) press, blank, right, and left.
1: And and the the previous (laughs) thing said you at the top, right?
0: Yes, it did. And then now it says yes.
1: Using the label from step one, press the first button that appears. No, the, it's the, the label from
0: list. step one. So that would have been what was on the button Read the that display I hit. What the was on the label from step, step one? I don't remember what was on the button that I hit in oh, step no. one. <laughs> so this game is available on Steam uh, for Windows only. That was a bit inconvenient because I had to boot over to Windows. But if you have a Windows machine around, it'll run on that. And it's also coming to all of the uh, VR platforms. For which I can imagine it's perfect, but I also think that's something that's pretty far off for, for most people.
1: Oh, it's pretty great. I will say that the nice thing is um, they warn you over and over again not to look at the manual. If you're in VR, you can't see a damn thing but the bomb.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then the, there's no way that anybody else could see what's in your headset. So kind of perfect for that. I could. This is actually the first like genius multiplayer VR experience that I can think of. So yeah, way good for that, but I think that's probably a bit far off for most people. We're not going to be having household VR headsets for most people, but don't let that keep you from playing it. Like it's really fun if just, you know, you set up across the room from each other and try not to peek at the laptop screen. It's 15 bucks, which is pretty reasonable, and I think this would be a great thing to bring with you you know, for Thanksgiving or Christmas. If you have friends or family who aren't big video game people, and you wanna share something with them that's a fun video game experience that also will connect with people who have no interest in games, start them on the manual, and then introduce them to the, uh, to the bomb diffusing side. And I think everybody would have a great time. I think this is a great game to bring with you to you know gatherings. Yeah, load it up on the laptop and, uh, and and open it up at Thanksgiving dinner this year.
1: It's a much easier sell than escape the room. So. <laughs> oh, man.
0: Yeah. So I, this was a really unusual one for us, but I'm
1: really glad we played
0: it. I had a lot of fun. Um, thank you guys for playing it with me. And uh, listeners, thank you for joining us on this episode of The Short Game with this kind of unusual game that... I think you really ought to give a try if you have an opportunity this uh, this holiday season.
1: Yeah, let us know if you guys play this game over Thanksgiving. We'd love to hear about um, how your grandma was an expert diffuser and how your little sister exploded everything on site.
2: I cannot begin to imagine my grandma playing this game. <laughs> Actually, I think that would be so
0: much fun to play this with, like, somebody who's never played a video game or totally uninterested in them. I think this would be a lot of fun.
2: You'd have to print it out. and that's, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know.
0: How long is the manual in pages? How many how many sheets are we talking about here?
1: It ends up being a total of 23 pages. Not so. too bad. If you have a printer. You know what?
2: I've got uh, almost every, uh, not every, but many of the, uh, the uh, older men in my family are all engineers. Uh, oh,
1: they would adore I, this. I
2: would love to see their uh, handling of this game. So if you guys have a chance to play it, let
0: me know, and we'll we'll uh, we'll bring our stories back next time. And and same to you, listeners. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I've been your host, Reagan Kelly, and you can find me on Twitter at Reagan K R A Y G A N K. And of course, you can follow our show on Twitter as well at underscore. <laughs> Short game, and you can go to our website www.theshortgame.net where you can find a contact form. You can email us at infotheshortgame.net. We want to hear from you and hear your recommendations on short games that we might have missed this year as we roll into the end of the season. Laura, where can people find you on the internet?
1: You can also find me on Twitter at Laura J. Nash.
0: And Nate, how about you? Also on Twitter at Nate STL. And Shane, where can people find you? I'm at 8bit Shane. And join us next week on our next episode of The Short Game.